0: Good morning for Thursday, April 14th, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's happening on the front page today. Obama unveils a plan for debt relief. An Arab Spring fails to bloom for Iraqi youths. And for bonds, a guilty verdict and three deadlocks. In this morning's national headlines, A Financial Crisis Without Prosecution. And VA effort trims hospital infections. In today's business news, a report names culprits in financial crisis. J.P. Morgan profit rises, but loan problems persist. And, as generics near, makers tweak erectile drugs. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the Sports Page and New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as chosen by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story, written from Washington, by Mark Landler and Michael D. Shear. It's headlined, Obama unveils plan for debt relief. President Obama made the case Wednesday for slowing the rapid growth of the national debt while retaining core democratic values, proposing a mix of long-term spending cuts, tax increases, and changes to social welfare programs as his opening position in a fierce partisan budget battle over the nation's fiscal challenges. After spending months on the sidelines as Republicans laid out their plans, Obama jumped in to present an alternative and a philosophical rebuttal to the conservative approach that will reach the House floor on Friday. Republican leaders were working Wednesday to round up votes for that measure and a bill to finance the government for the rest of this fiscal year. Obama said his proposal would cut federal budget deficits by a cumulative $4 trillion over 12 years, compared with a deficit reduction of $4.4 trillion over 10 years in the Republican plan. But the President said he would use starkly different means, rejecting the fundamental changes to Medicare and Medicaid proposed by Republicans and relying in part on tax increases on affluent Americans. The President framed his proposal to a balanced alternative to the Republican plan, setting the stage for a debate that will consume Washington in coming weeks, as the administration faces off with Congress over raising the national debt ceiling, and into next year, as the president runs for re-election. Obama named Vice President Joseph Biden to lead the negotiations with Congress. In a 44-minute speech to an audience at George Washington University that included Representative Paul Ryan of Wisconsin, the author of The Republican Plan, Obama was often combative and partisan, saying the Republican approach would hurt the elderly by driving up the cost of medical care, deprive millions of health insurance, and starve the nation of investments in its future. There's nothing serious about a plan that claims to reduce the deficit by spending a trillion dollars on tax cuts for millionaires and billionaires, Obama said as Ryan sat stone-faced. There's nothing courageous about asking for sacrifice from those who can least afford it and don't have any clout on Capitol Hill. Obama took a stern tone with Democrats, warning that his administration would have to cut cherished programs and strictly limit the growth of Medicare and Medicaid. If we truly believe in a progressive vision of our society, he said, we have the obligation to prove that we can afford our commitments. Republicans criticized the plan, both for its cuts in military spending, and for what they said was an overall lack of detail. Republicans, led by Chairman Ryan, have set the bar with a jobs budget that puts us on a path to paying down the debt and preserves Medicare and Medicaid for the future, Speaker John Boehner said in a statement. This afternoon, I didn't hear a plan to match it from the President.